amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. TPV Radio, Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by Line 365 in this station. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. In the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! What's good, radio family? The Psalmist Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Mondays, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesdays, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Fridays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturday for Fest with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. and Moto Guard Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Thomas Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio's open mic open to all pastors preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365, 24-7. Just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go. At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website www.allsports.com headgear.com and type in promo code Siron2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, 
body and stronger hair, like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. to sell life with Michael Savalos right now on TPV Radio. transformation and educating society on the different issues that convicts face inside and outside the walls. I do want to... Uh, Sandra Grace will not be with us today. Her son is a Marine. He is a, uh, a, a, a Marine, and he, is, he, he came in today and surprised her, so they are spending the day together, so we gave Sandra Grace the day off. I do want to go over a few announcements before we get into the show. Uh, uh, I do want to say our, uh, we do have a letter-writing campaign where uh, family members and loved ones can call in that are incarcerated or that have been touched by incarceration, and they can write in and tell us uh, stories of, you know, during these times of COVID and, you know, these times of uh, just hard times all over the world, but uh, even more so inside of our uh, prisons. So anyway, we have a letter writing campaign, and our P.O. Boxes, uh, you can write to Cell Life, P.O. Box 1234, Raymondville, Texas, 78580, and you can put it in care of Michael Savios, and we will be compiling those letters and sharing those letters. You can go to our uh, uh pages, our Cell Life page and our Facebook Michael Savalos page and all that is up in our timeline and it will tell you you can email them or you know you can get them, get them to us any way you need to. Anyway, so that's one and I just wanted to say that we're also doing a women's clothing drive for uh, the Plain State Jail and uh, they need shirts and pants. The chaplain contacted uh, Jason Wysong who is a friend of ours, a friend of the show and who is in prison ministry, and uh, he asked me to, uh, you know, let y'all know if anyone wants to get in contact with him, they can contact contact us, contact him through uh, the Psalmist Voice Radio Network or through Michael Savios or Cell Life or just Jason Wysong on Facebook if you want to uh, donate any shirts and pants to the ladies that are being released uh, during these times. Uh, I also wanted to just say a little bit about our uh, – we had a rally yesterday in Huntsville. 
and we were protesting the conditions at the uh, well in the prison system all over uh, Texas, really all over the country. But uh, we were in Huntsville, which is uh, TDCJ's hub, and we had a peaceful protest. We had a very good uh, uh, showing. We had some very powerful speakers. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Albert, Kirsten, and uh, all the other people that spoke yesterday. But anyway, so uh, let me see. I think we're close to the end of. Oh, I also want to give a shout out to TPAA, Texas Prisons uh, Air Conditioning advocates and also rally for TDCJ conditions and be frank for justice. Uh, they were all, they, they were the ones that had set up the rally. I was just a guest and, uh, but they did a very good job and I just want to uh, congratulate them on that. So I do want to uh, go ahead and announce uh, my next move as far as uh, continuing to uh, stand for our loved ones that are incarcerated. Uh, let I'm sorry. Let's let's go ahead and pray for a minute, please. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord. Father, we ask that you just continue to guide us and, and work with us and mold us, Father, into the men and women that 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 we're supposed to be, Lord. Father, we ask that your light shine through us, Father. And we ask that we be a beacon for other men and women to 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 see and to uh, 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 you know want to want to have the love and the the dedication of just serving you, Lord. We love you with all our heart. In Jesus' name, amen. I do want to say that, that uh, uh, my next uh, my next move in uh, uh, standing up for these men and women that have no voice inside the prison system here in Texas is that I will be camping out at the governor's mansion in Austin for 30 days until we get some relief for these men and women uh, or there are some set protocols put in place to care for these people uh, during these uh, drastic times. Uh, so uh, anyone uh, that would like can come out and uh, uh, protest with me. I will be at the governor's mansion 24-7 for 30 days starting on September 15th. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. So anyway, we're excited about that. Uh, you know, we're going to be standing up for uh, several different things, uh, you know, uh, mostly inhumane conditions across the board in our prisons. And uh, COVID has highlighted a lot of these issues in the Texas Department of Criminal Justice that have been there for a very long time. So anyway, we'll be doing that, and uh, we welcome anyone to uh, come out and uh, – and protest with us, and we are peacefully protesting, and, uh, you know, we just want humane conditions for everyone, men and women alike, so, uh, anyway, if it's your, if it's your first time tuning in, my name is Michael Ceballos, and I have, uh, conducted an experiment, I built a cell, I was really, oh, well, well, let me just give you a little breakdown, I was released on, I was released on January 17th of 2020 and uh, built a cell out here in the free world and went into it on April the 1st uh, to kind of highlight – well, mainly to work on personal transformation, my own, and get closer to God and get closer to who I'm supposed to be in Christ. 
uh, and then uh, we we began to uh, do a live Facebook show and educate or attempt to educate society on the different issues that convicts face inside and outside of the walls. So today is 148, 149. I lose days sometimes, but yes, we're right there. Uh, we're almost at five months, and uh, things have been going well. And we really appreciate all the uh, all the encouraging words and just uh, you know help us get through the way. I did want to uh, ask uh, uh, Pastor Christopher uh, a few questions about last week's show. I know that uh, we spoke on the uh, cookie-cutter Christians a little bit, uh, Pastor, and uh, I'm not uh, – I mean, I just would really like for you to speak on that a little bit because I have been – I have been working with uh, different ministries – and uh, trying to understand why uh, some some of these ministries won't come all the way out and just support, uh, you know, humans, whether they're whether they're incarcerated or not, uh, you know, when they're in inhumane conditions. So I would just like kind of, I, I would just like to. Uh, uh, Get your uh, get your take a little bit more on that, and I would like to speak a little bit more on that if you if you would, Christopher, please. Uh, no problem, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, yeah, it's, this this particular topic of of ministries uh, going behind the walls and actually being effective. Um, I've I've received a little bit of training on house. Some of this goes down, but it's honestly, to me, it's not really effective. It's kind of just like uh, checking a box that you did something so pastor can give you a data boy or a pat on the back. Um, and I think I thank God for ministries like Jason's, uh, like LaDavid's that are actually making change. Also with cell life and how cell life is integrating into the prison system and actually making some changes. It's sad that the the pinnacle of where most people want to go to find help, to find healing, to find a place is the same place that turns their back on men and women that come out of the wall. And we firmly believe here at TPV that everyone deserves a chance. Jesus gives us all a chance. As much as we've turned our backs on Christ, did Christ give up on us? That's a question we all need to ask ourselves. And we ought to be able to love with unconditional love. And what does that mean? Well, you know, we have a lot of fabricated ways of loving, Mike. We have, you know, the fake the funk on a nasty dunk uh, love. We got the, oh, I, yeah, I love you. I sure. love you, but, or I'm going to keep my distance because you have a record, or I'm not going to, I'll help you, but this is what, you know, it's going to benefit me if you, it's all this compromise. And instead of just doing it just because, and doing it because you love the person with the love of the Lord, you 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 will understand. And see, people of God need to understand this. It doesn't matter 
how much how big your ministry is it doesn't matter how much money you bring in all people want all people whether they're behind the walls or not is to actually know you're sincere you sincerely have their back what does that mean well like cell life for example oh yeah what why you guys uh airing cell life what does that mean well i'm glad you asked i'm going to tell you why because we have a we have a blind eye to what happens inside the four walls. One, two, we, now that another band-aid's being ripped as far as the church not really being effective behind the four walls, and it takes all these outside organizations to do it. It shouldn't only be Jason doing all the work. Just saying, it shouldn't be LaDavid's organization sure. doing all the work. Just saying, it shouldn't be your last guest from last week, Miss Melanie Davis. It shouldn't be just her organization doing all the work. And you wonder why burnout. It happens. Because if these if these individuals are the only ones making a difference, and there's lots of prisons across the United States, and it's only three organizations that's actually making a change, after a while your body's gonna feel the wear and tear. And if you don't really love what you do, it's very easy to quit. But the, the the difference between someone that loves what they do and loving who God is in their life and using what they do to change people's lives is two different things. And this is where we have to understand that, yes, there can be psychological effects in prison. It can, especially if you don't have a strong man or woman of God that's actually helping you through the process. What are you talking about? Here you go again. Well, I'm glad you keep asking me these questions, and I don't have a problem answering them. Well, one, be there. Accountability. All these men and women want is accountability. Someone that's going to be there, that they have their time to make that phone call, you're going to pick up the phone. Just saying. Or two, come go visit them. Just saying. Because a lot of family members, when that thing's ha- when when you're locked up, a lot of people just turn their back and it's just you against this whole other world and you gotta figure out how to eat, how to survive, how to make sure you don't get yourself caught up in nothing. It's a whole nother element behind the walls. Just saying. So this show is designed to Open those doors for people that are ignorant in the church culture about what it is like to be behind the walls and trying to be saved behind the walls. You have so many yes, different sir. groups. Yes, sir. There's so many different yeah. groups behind the wall. You have your Muslims. Want- you have your uh, your uh, your groups that that are I forgot what you call them. You got the Muslims. You have your pagans. You the- yeah, yeah. Sure. There are several. I, look, I, 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 I want to ask you something. I, it, it, it seems, uh, Pastor uh, Christopher, that that uh, lately uh, I have been uh, calling uh, ministries to come forth and stand with us against these inhumane conditions, and 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 I believe that they that they do want to, but it seems as if. They're, they are compromising the, the or, or are fearful of losing their position 
in going back into the prison when COVID is over. Wow. So, so they are not wanting to rock the boat. And, and it, 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 that's just what I'm, that's, that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, uh, and, and, and it, and, and it just really makes me sad that, uh, you know, that, that, that we are catering to a, to a uh, prison system that is treating most of the inmates inhumanely. Now, when you, when you go into the church with a prison ministry, Pastor Christopher, you see the men, first of all, that are in population, so they're not in trouble. You see the men, uh, uh, only the ones that, that, that volunteer to go to church, or, or, or that choose to go. So, so you're only seeing a very small portion of, of the population and therefore basing uh, or assuming that the rest of the population is the same. Mm-hmm. And it's not. And, 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 and I'm just wondering, how are we going to begin to reach these men where they are if we're not even acknowledging the fact that they are being mistreated. Hmm. That's a good question. And and see that that's where it starts. You have to you have to understand, like for example, when you have a church and your church is in a certain community, like most churches that start off are in the inner city. You have to know your environment. So if you're the type of preacher that wants to know the people, which is our mandate as pastors, you got to know the people you're ministering to. If you can't relate to them, how can you be effective to them? Just saying. Same way. If you have a prison ministry, you only have the select few. And then after a while, those two have been gone for two years strong, and now they're burnt out. And they've only they only scratched the surface, like you said. They only had an effect with certain parts of the prison. So we got the other piece of the pie that's been left out. So their assumption is based on the experience on just one portion of that prison. But instead sure. of going doing an in-depth look for yourself and actually seeing what's going on. I mean, I see what's going on. Just just understanding, meeting you, meeting Sandra Grace, doing my own homework and seeing exactly my wife being correctional officer, she I get that experience that a lot of pastors don't get. And the the inhumane ways that people are treated in prison are absolutely outrageous and it does take someone that is of the church of the faith to stand. Problem is, Mike, they don't want to stand with you because their image might get tainted. Uh-oh. I don't uh-oh, mean to preach, uh-oh. but I'm going but I'm going to yeah, keep yeah. it real. You know, I'm a keep yeah. it real. They don't they don't want to they don't want to lose their $1000 seed offering. Uh-oh. Oh, they don't want to lose right. their their government assistance. Because we can only do certain things so the government can write us a check so we can make sure certain things in our in our church can be paid. See, it's yeah. a lot of red tape. 
and see if you are sure. a ministry that is not caught up with the 501c3 nonsense. You have a freedom right. to do anything you possibly can to help. Hello. Our, Hello. You know, and, and that's my thing. So if I know we're thousands of miles away, but if I was there, I would be the example because of the fact of the matter is someone's got to make a present. And being that we're the most controversial ministry anyway, it wouldn't be fitting not for me to be a part of Cell Life Moving, a, a part of Cell Life Amplified, a part of what you and, and, and Pastor Grace is doing. I don't have a problem with that because, one, I'm not ashamed. Two, I understand what it's like to, to be – uh, to be looked at or frowned upon because you made mistakes in your past. I've been there, done that. So this is the fact that this is the fact that I love about prison ministry. Period. I know I'm just getting back on the saddle of things. I've been on the shelf for a while. I'm finally getting my bearings again. But I understand one thing. I, we are supposed to be fishers of men and women, whether they're inside the walls or outside the walls. But the main concern at this point, if you go back and read the words, we have these two individuals called Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises to who? God. And the prisoners heard them. Then... Uh, a mighty earthquake shook the earth. They were getting God's okay. attention. So if you have a Paul and Silas spirit, you may be locked up. It's all good. As long as you allow God in your life, he can do extraordinary things while you're on the inside. Why? Because you don't have a spirit of fear. You're not fearing the man. You're not fearing the guards. You're not fearing the gangs. You're not fearing all that. You know that God's got you. So you're walking by faith. And one thing that I've learned that Mike told me, your word is your bond in prison. And if you are going to be a walking, talking, breathing man or woman of God, Best you believe, you better walk it and talk it inside the walls because there's going to be a problem. Just saying. Sorry, Mike, I didn't mean to breathe. But I I need to to give some type of clarity to this issue because too many people are running or tippy-toeing around it, and I'm glad we have your show on our network because a lot of men and women had no clue what was going on in prison. A lot of them had this set mentality Oh, you reap what you sow. Okay, we got it. But the fact of the matter is, when you're inside the walls, you're being treated less than a dog. Uh-oh, sorry. Sorry to say it, but it's the truth. So you mean to tell me, because I made a mistake, I'm doing my time, but yet I don't have the same rights of having at least a decent air conditioning system in in the prison or decent food to eat or decent goods so I can keep myself clean and stuff like that. See, this is little stuff that we ignore. And you and everyone else that is supporting Cell Life and everyone that's locked up right now, there is hope outside the walls. 
And yes, not only not two people can do it, but the movement of cell life, the movement of cell life amplified, uh, Mr. LaDavid, uh, Mr. Jason Wysong, Mrs. Melanie Davis, to Psalmist Voice Radio Network, Psalmist Voice Ministries, Pastor Say Go with uh, Blessings on the Block. We have organizations that are not afraid to go to the streets. That's the Dorothy problem, Patterson. Right? We got Dorothy Patterson. Yep, Dorothy Patterson. Dorothy Patterson is about to get herself involved in the in, in Mesquite and and with the with the government stuff. See that? Yes, is my sir. Yes, team, sir. So I can't talk about. Shout out to Dorothy, man. Yes, sir. And see, God is putting people in positions. So don't be discouraged. If you're listening to me in the in the prisons, don't be discouraged. You got help coming. Just keep your faith in God and make sure you keep yourself prayed up and get as many men or women as possible to be saved by grace. Because Jesus Christ is about to make a supernatural move and individuals like Michael are going to be one of these individuals that's going to be risen from the ashes. From the people that were told they weren't going to be able to amount to nothing because they wasted their life on nonsense. All this stuff we talk, Mike, in the church. But God doesn't yes, see that, Mike. He sees what you're doing now in this season. And as long as you're glorifying God in every step you take, there's no reason why the walls can't come down. And there's no reason why... Cell life can't deliver and set free the men and women behind closed doors. Let me be quiet before I end up taking over the show. So, Mike. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love that. I wanted to say this. I want to say if there are men and women that are incarcerated, that are listening, or family members that are listening right now, we have to take responsibility. This, This is... This is something that has, we have to have our loved ones that are incarcerated take their life back. I was speaking at a rally yesterday, and I was telling them about my, I, I, I had a battle cry that I would sing, that I would sing to myself in my cell. And uh, I'm going to sing it for y'all right now. Now, I'm not good at this, but I'm going to do it anyway. It was a battle cry that I used to get through times and allowed myself to be free on the inside. Anyway, it goes like this. I'm free. Thank the Lord, I'm free. No longer bound. No more chains holding me. My soul is resting. And it's a blessing. I'm free, thank the Lord, I'm free. Anyway, that was my battle cry. We have to give these men, we have to empower these men to take control of their own relationship with God. We cannot, we cannot wait on ministries to come in and feed us things that we do not need. And I'm... And and I'm not saying all ministries are doing this. I'm just saying we have to seek God on our own. You know, and and, and I just want to stress that in order to uh, uh, 
to, to make it out. We, we have to build a relationship with him, with our families, with, 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 with everyone that is going to be a part of our lives. We have to work on these relationships. That is something that has been a big issue for me. Uh, it is something that I have had to, I am still struggling with the relationships that I left broken when I went to prison. And so, uh, I don't know. I just, I just want to stress that we have to take responsibility for our, for our faith, for our relationship with the Lord. And when we do that, the Lord will begin to, I mean, he's already doing the work, but what I'm saying is that when we draw near to him, he begins to make things happen. And, 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 and it's about change. We have to change. Look, and I'm talking, look, I'm not talking about innocent men and women that are in prison. There are some. I'm talking about men and women like me who were guilty, who were guilty when they went to prison and, and every time. So I'm, I'm not up here talking about uh, uh, men and women that are not guilty. I'm talking about men and women that know they have, they have, they have uh, uh, made some mistakes and want to change their life. And we have to take responsibility. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure, Pastor Christopher, if they, if they will let me in uh, uh, to TDCJ again, but I'm praying they will someday, and uh, I will go back and minister and um, come with a, just a little bit different message. Uh, yes. uh, these men, you know, these men need to be empowered to know that they can do anything that they set their mind to as long as they have God first in their life. That's right. And it's the truth. It's the truth. It's not, it's not a myth. It's not something. And it's real simple. It is that simple. Set your mind on God and, and do the work. You got to do the work, pastor. That's right. And, and, and do the work and, and, and look, I'm a novice at this. Everybody knows this. Anyone that has listened to my show knows that this is not, uh, I've never done anything like this. And, and I want to thank the Psalmist Voice Radio Network for even taking a chance on me uh, to, uh, uh, you know, have an opportunity to uh, reach out and, and, and try to minister in, in, in this unconventional way through through prison reform and, and and just trying to love on these men and women that 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 that, that have no voice. Uh, yeah. But uh, I I just really uh, I'm very grateful that I've been given this opportunity, Pastor. And uh, I I just want to thank you and 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 your wife Shanice for uh, taking the chance on me. It was a uh, it was a shot in the dark, and y'all did it. And uh, you know we're we're still going. And 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 I think I truly believe that we are making a difference faster. And uh, uh, even if it's just educating, it's just, you know, educating men and women uh, that is not known, you know, about right. some of these, uh, you know, inhumanities. What right. else? Uh, uh, do we have a caller? I believe Michael, uh, I believe that's Michael on the line, uh, Christopher. Okay. Yeah, let's put him on the line. Okay. There we go. Welcome to Cell Life me, with Michael Travallo. How you doing, What's brother? going on, Mike? You doing okay, man? Yes, sir. How you doing? 
Doing good, brother. Doing good. What you got hey, for us uh, today, Mike? <laughs> hey, man. Uh, like every Sunday, uh, give thanks to God. Praise Him for giving us, you know, the time to to talk and actually this time, hopefully, um, make the difference. Like you're saying, um, most listeners, anybody that's listening right now, Mike has been harder on himself through the the since the journey started back in January. Um, the biggest thing that I can tell him as a friend is that he is making the difference. He's doing it. Um, and we, we got his back. Everybody has his back. Um, everybody that's come on board. I truly appreciate them as well. Um, helping out. And we're going to, we're going to make this scan. Um, the conditions that a prisoner has or an inmate or somebody that's incarcerated, however you want to tag this, that it, this is inhumane. You know, this goes, this goes back to even when we were kids and you'd watch a movie, oh, well, you know, there's gangs and, Hey, but a prison, it, it it shouldn't be even now to where there's water leaking in. Um, the, the the conditions of AC is shouldn't even be a, a question. I mean that that is inhumane. I mean uh, that that this is why I was talking about people that are on the board need to get on board to see what the conditions are. Just don't sit there and go up there and say I'm part of the prison board. No, you're not. You need to make the difference. The difference is helping. A human being, did he make a? Did he make a? a, a he made an error in his life. Yes, he did. But but this we can't change anything if we're going to kill you in prison, especially when this when this prisoner is coming out, this inmate, this incarcerated person is coming out. We need that. They need sure. that help from us. I, and and I, you know. And once again, brother, I I appreciate what you're doing, man. Um, and like I said, back you 120 percent, brother. I Seven want to say week, something, Mike. Twenty-five hours a day. Look, I know you. Do. Look, look. I want to share something with the audience. I went to uh, junior high. I don't. I, I, did we go to elementary school together? I think it was junior high. We started in uh, junior we started, high. Yeah, started in junior high. Yep. And I have yep. known Mike throughout the years. He has seen me through my addictions, go in and out of prison, uh, just throughout the years. And and I'm going to tell you something. He has been. I want to tell you about the love of God because that's what I see in Mike. Because he has been a supporter to me, and I'm talking about moral, uh, 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 a friend, a compass. Uh, uh, I mean, in so many different ways. I cannot even tell you. So you know that's that's what it's going to take. For these men and women, they because I'm going to tell you I was I was broken. Michael has been one of the men, and I'm talking about now 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 let's talk about men of God now. Michael has been one of the men that has helped piece me back together. Now there's been several Pastor Christopher, there's been several men, and there's been even more women. But I'm saying. This is the type of thing that we have to do in order to build these men and women back up. Because I'm going to tell you, I was a mess, and I might still be. I don't know. I don't know what y'all think, but <laughs> I surely was. You know, I surely was a mess. I did not. I did not have a clue of what direction to go. And brothers like Michael and my, of course, my wonderful sisters. 
and all the men men and women of Cell Life and Cell Life Amplified and Rally for TDC. I mean, the whole prison community out here in the free world has embraced me, and 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 for some reason has uh, uh, believed in me, and, and and it's God. It ain't me. And uh, and I'm just grateful uh, for the opportunity to uh, to uh, try to help, help help someone else. I don't know if y'all if y'all heard, and I know this might not be very well liked, but it was something I did, and I did it for a reason. Pastor Christopher, I don't know if you heard about this yet. You might uh, you might have to get on to me, but I but I wore a uh, I wore a gorilla suit to parole. Okay. And it was the only, I was at a garage sale and I saw a suit and I bought it for five dollars and I because I was gonna wear a chicken I I really didn't know what I was gonna wear but the point is it didn't matter what I wore the point is is I went up there however I chose to go up there I was reporting I was taking the UA I am a free man I should be able to go up there however I choose well they threatened to call the police on me. And all these things. So I got out of the suit and I reported. I gave my UA, but when I left, I checked on my rights. And there is no, there is no uh, uh, dress code when you go to parole. They don't have a, a, a dress code policy, but uh, uh, I can peacefully protest on on government Trump. But anyway, the reason I brought that up is because. There are going to be men and women that come after me to that same parole office that are going to be controlled beyond the power that the parole office has. And I just, you know, and, and sometimes, Mike, can you, uh, can you uh, mute your mic? Sure. Uh, anyway. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, and, and and I don't know, Pastor Pastor Christopher, what you think about that, but I I believe it was a a a, a, a teaching moment for myself because I really didn't know how they were going to react, but I knew there was going to be an, a, a reaction. But the reaction was uh, basically that I have no rights, and I don't have a right to wear what I want to wear. And they tell me what to wear when I come up there, and 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 that's not correct. But anyway, uh, I kind of got off subject. Michael, are you still there? Anyway, yes, uh, I'm, still here. I'm still here, Mike. I'm still here. Sorry. All right, all right. Did uh, did did you have anything else you wanted to talk about, Mike? Um, no, man. I, I'm just. I was going to say I'm sorry. Sorry that uh, that I didn't get. To- <laughs> look up with you yesterday. That's all. Yeah, I, I'm gonna pick okay. up with you in one of these one day. So. Okay, I'll be going to the. Uh, that's okay. I'll be going to the governor's mansion next month, Mike. You can come up there to Austin. Oh heck yeah, man. Um, but yeah, uh, I know you said you're gonna stop through Houston, and when you get a chance, and we'll, I know you and I'll hook up then and get to talk yes, a little sir. bit. So. Okay, but, brother. You know I love you. Oh, tell your uh, love you too, tell man. your wife I said hello. I will. I will. And I appreciate right, you, man. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate your questions, Mike. 
Thank you, man. I love you. Yes, sir. We'll check you tonight, man. Thank you. All right. And I, I wanted I wanted to encourage Mike uh, real quick before he goes. Um, okay. And 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 I and I'm sorry that he's had a bad taste when it comes to uh, men and women that are in the church and pastors and things like that. Not everybody's the same. And when what you're doing is a, a Christ-like character, you're caring for someone that you don't have to care for. You're doing a work that a pastor or a deacon or a minister should be doing, but yet you're still doing it and you have your own family to take care of. That's what God has for all of us to do. When we have an unconditional passion to help other people and you see the result of the labor that you put in, that's a blessing in itself. And Mike always gives you high praise and high regard because at the times when Mike was like, I'm done, I'm finished with this nonsense, I'm tired of these people, all that stuff, you always seem to come in at the right time and keep his mind focused on the mission and not the problem. And I want to applaud you, and I want to encourage you that in spite of what the haters say to you, you keep on doing what you're supposed to do because God's going to bless you one way or the other. And I'm not talking about lay a $1,000 seat on the altar and all that nonsense. You keep, doing, you, keep sowing, you keep sowing that spirit of unconditional love and watch God work wonders in your life, man. So God bless you. Amen. And I, that's, I just wanted to tell you that because I hear you call on the show, and I'm all usually in the background, but I have an opportunity to actually speak with Mike on today. But I wanted to tell you that personally, that I hear you, and I praise God for you, and you continue to stay encouraged, my brother. Always. Always. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, well, Pastor, uh, do you want to uh, uh, you want to take us into a break, Pastor uh, Christopher, and we'll we'll be back. Uh, sure. You know, where we hope that your guests uh, will arrive, but until then, we'll take people on the song think- break. So, uh huh. Yeah, I think I made a mistake. Uh, I think it's on me. Uh, we're going to have them on next week, sir. Uh, okay. But, uh, okay. yeah, so we're just going to uh, – we're going to keep rolling. I got a few more topics I want to talk about. Gotcha. No problem. So we'll be right All back right. with Cell Life right after this. Cell Life. You're, you're, you're listening, listening to Cell Life, Life with, with Michael Savalos right, right now on TPV Radio. TPV Radio, Central Texas. When I ran away from home, when I was just a teen, crawled out the window, sprinted down the street, fell down a couple times, blood on my knees, bounced back relentless, ambition in me not to do wrong, yet to simply understand confusion, cross on my neck, Jesus seemed like an illusion, prayed to the stars, arms stretched to the sky, since you carry love for me then, show me a sign, a blank moment. 
tears filling up my eyes Man, child in the making, boy compared to guys Street pharmacists watching the loss get high Product of my environment, some lost lives Children born to poverty, barely getting by Mama's chasing baby daddies, begging for a dime While the government manipulate them, standing in that line Some go to church to pray, miss, handling the time Rain on me, I know others can use the explanation too We got an answer for our ways when expirations do They killing off the innocent in other nations too I know you watching down to see who believes in you I, do. I don't think they really know what they need. And I don't think they really know what's the corporate world gotta say at times the hood seems a lot better you got holy people sinning just to get cheddar what happened to if you knew better then you do better i'm not innocent drifted to the due weather storms came restart with a few letters didn't understand that storms made a better man and my reward for being obedient is better than anything that i can buy or inherit the word is more valuable than platinum or carrots drop tops pirellis mansions on the big lawn you got me singing hallelujah like i'm big sean no more elliot's it hurts like arthritis will be what you designed me to be and that's titus the prophet the father a leader the author king amongst kings that'll help one another
one that's saving a life. I'm a different breed, I will get the lead, homie. I've been so amazing, see yes indeed, homie. Mama told me keep it real, never leave on it. I will open out the people overseas, homie. And we take a charge by the grace of God. I just lift the name up and make it large. Still hating on that, you won't make it far. I got to you ever wait for I can't help it. I can't help it. I can't help it. I can't help it. All this stuff I done dealt with. I can't help it. I can't help it. All this stuff I done dealt with. All this stuff I can't help it. I can't help it. I can't help it. I can't help it. All this stuff I done dealt with. All this stuff I done dealt with. All this stuff I done dealt with. Yeah. I can't help it. Yeah. I can't help it. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. Station for inspiration. You're, you're, you're listening to Cell Life with Michael Savalos right now on TPV Radio. Hey everyone, this is Michael coming back from Cell Life, coming back to you from the break. We have uh, we have been talking about uh, prison ministries and just some of the different ways that. Uh, we think we could probably do a better job. Uh, we do have a caller on the line who is a good friend of the show, who's been on the show a few times, and who we've already talked about on the show today, and his name is Jason Wysong. So we'd like to welcome Jason to the show. How you doing, Jason? Uh, good afternoon. I'm, I'm pretty good. How are you? Good, good, good. It's good to hear your voice, man. What's been going on? I know it's it's been so long. It's, I mean, long time. Ago. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Just all the way since yesterday, huh? It's been all the way since what you, yesterday. What you got for us today, Jace? You got a question? You got some input? <laughs> well, I don't know, uh, Michael. Um, what should we talk about? You know, um, I I know I've uh, we've talked. I the first time I came on was talking about prison ministry and. I talked about my resource guide. Um, we could do. Yes, sir. We we could we could talk about outrageous justice. We could talk about outrageous justice. That's that yeah, sounds good. I mean, or we could say that for another show, but. No, no, no. Let's go ahead and talk about that, Jason, because uh, I have my books right here, and that would be great. We can talk about the outrageous justice program. Uh, yeah. And and I just uh, you can go ahead and set it up, or I will. It doesn't matter. You'd probably do a better job. Okay. Um. So, um, outrageous justice is a program that was um, put together by Prison Fellowship. Um. And what what they have have done is they first came out with a book. Um, called called outrageous justice, which it's essentially it's a history of the criminal justice system, um, how it started, where it went wrong, what it's you know what some of the challenges and some of the the amount of crazy laws that we have in this country. I mean, some some of us have heard the the outrageously shocking statistic. That the average American commits three felonies a day. Um, <laughs> all the laws that that we don't, some of us don't even aren't even aware of, and um, why we are a country with such a heavily incarcerated population, and um, and just how we got there. So 
Um, so it, ta- it go- talks a lot about that kind of thing. And then it, um, there's a companion book to it that Michael and myself and a small group of uh, leaders in this work um, meet together uh, safely via Zoom. And um, we go through the workbook and uh, discuss uh, the various aspects of each chapter and just and just learn about not only the, the first key, you know, the first key in, in uh, making a change and making a difference is learning about the history of the problem and how we got to be where we are today. And then, of course, then we can talk about um, how we can go about fixing the problem and creating solutions and how we can get involved to do that. So I guess that's a, that's sure. a summary of what Prison Fellowship's Outrageous Justice program is. And for um, those who are listening and those who are interested in this uh, work, uh, Prison Fellowship offers this this book and this workbook uh, system, which, by the way, it's it, this is actually – custom made for a small group a small church group setting um they have put out these books they have made these books absolutely free of charge i mean i mean there's not even a shipping cost um you can have a a a book sent to yourself or sent to your small group and um and get together and and get really uh learn more and get get involved in in this this work that michael and myself and 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 uh, the this community does. And I would like to add to that, Jason. You, uh, uh, I was, I was a bit uh, skeptical. Uh, you know, believe it or not, I was a little bit skeptical because uh, uh, the ministries that I've seen go into the prisons in the past, and uh, when when I began this outrageous justice uh, course with you. Uh, uh, and and really began to listen to prison fellowships rhetoric about uh, about the prison system. I mean, it was very uh, uh, truthful, and it was very it, it was very refreshing for me to hear that. And I think that they have a very uh, uh, a strong sense of 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 direction and where they're going and 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 it fits it it, it really fits what 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 needs to be done in there so i was really impressed by that so i just wanted to put that out about prison fellowship and this study because uh yeah it's 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 something that i'm that i'm really liking so yeah good Good. yeah I i definitely uh would love to get on on that as well jason in reference to that as far as our ministry on this side um you know that's something that we can definitely um start over here and get the rain and get the uh the wheels turning and then once i'm able to to 110 percent actually go out and be able to go out at a long periods of time without me you know, with my body shutting down and all that stuff, that's what I'm working towards right now. But I know with God, uh, I can do all things. You know, I'm, I'm, I thank God for for me being a walking miracle, just just talking right now and being able to uh, bring a platform for all people, all races, all color, all creed, all backgrounds, and and to be able to educate 
the people of God because I think it's ignorant that a lot of the church ministries are not surviving because of the ignorance and because of watching too much TV and, and watching all the prison shows. Okay, I mean, some of that stuff is for entertainment purposes. People don't understand that. So a lot of stuff we see on television is for ratings. So they they have individual prisoners that they single out to put them on the TV to do certain things to bring ratings so people can continue to watch the program. Now, I could be far-fetched by that statement, but that's what I'm seeing. So I'm like, this is not this is not real, real stuff. And then we got the Orange is a New Black, and then we have all these yeah, other yeah. Uh, all, all these other shows. Um, that, I want to now, uh, Christopher. Yes, sir. I want to say something on that. Uh, uh, me and Jason were talking about that, or we have had a long-lasting conversation about uh, what is real and what is not in prison. And yeah. and and I agree with you. There is a lot of sensation. Uh, uh, you know, they they they. Uh, you know, a lot of drama. You know, now are there a lot of bad things that happen in prison? Absolutely. Yes. You know, uh, but we were listening uh, to something the other day, and uh, Jason asked me, "Is that is that true, Mike?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, I, I mean, I haven't never seen it, so yeah. I mean, that, I, I can only draw from my experiences. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I cannot." Uh, I, I cannot take away from it from anyone else's though. So, but uh, you know, so 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 some things are, uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, I think that a lot of the TV does glamorize or sen- sensationalize a lot of that stuff. But uh, I don't know. Prison prison mostly is lonely, and. Uh, you know, dead. It's just, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's just empty. So, uh, you know, a lot of that you other know, stuff. Go ahead. Um, you know, um, if, if anybody uh, remembers the show Prison Break. Mm-hmm. Sure. It came out in um, the early 2000s. I'm thinking 2005. 2006 or seven it was and then I think they took a couple years off and then they came back for one more um, season anyways um, so uh, one of the guys that I was mentoring um, shared with me the funny thing that um, that there at his day room that that they they would watch that show they would watch prison break <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> as ironic as that seems right? Um, but of course they can watch it. You know why? Because if anybody's seen that show, that show is so far fetched. It's so fictional right, sure. beyond you know outside of reality. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen I've seen that. yeah I've seen one episode of Orange Is the New Black, and it was yeah. probably I, I saw the very first episode yesterday or the day before, and. Uh, and it was probably pretty close to uh, the way the guards act, the way uh, even the inmates. I mean, it is actually kind of close. Oh, okay. You found Orange is the Black. Probably the closest I've seen. Really? 
Okay. Orange is the New Black gets a really bad rap. Um, yeah, most of most of the formerly incarcerated, um, I think there's well, even – Well, I've only um, seen one show. I've only seen one show now. Okay. You probably should give it – yeah, because I haven't heard anybody involved in this in you know prison system at all who spoke well of it at all. Really? Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny and uh, uh, just some of the way that the guards act and – and kind of, you know, just I don't know. I I I thought it was pretty hilarious because it's happened to me a bunch of times. Yeah. Anyway, in fact, uh, yeah. In fact, um, there's a there's a, a young lady that I uh, know, and I need to reach out to her because she lives in Austin as well, and um, and she's formerly incarcerated, and uh, she's a woman of God, and and um, she I remember very very well her feedback. Was that she could only get through just a couple episodes because of that show? Because it was such a joke. Like, and and the 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 center. So the main character, um, Piper, the blonde uh, woman sure. on the show. So she's the main, and it focus it centers around her and her um, lesbian relationship um, with with her uh, sure. lover. That's also in the yeah. That's what I saw. Sure. Right, and so and she's like, yeah, no, no, like it just. She said it doesn't work like that. (laughs) And so, uh, in there, you know, you don't have the free reign that you that is is displayed on the show, and so. um, Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah, and 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 I and I and I think with those I think with those shows too, just like with the music that's being played. They're giving a false image, so a lot of the young people that are coming up and they're watching these shows and listening to the music and seeing the Hollywood behind it, and then when they actually get themselves in a situation when they're locked up for real and they see that it's night and day, it's a shell shock for them. And they're like, wait, 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 hold on, but, 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 uh, uh. Wentworth said it was going to be yeah, this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, or, or, yeah. Or, Piper, or, Piper said, Piper said yeah. yeah, like, what? Like, dude, that's TV. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but, but anyway, it, it was, it's just think, funny, but – I think yeah, it, even, it, it even desensitizes our, uh, our, 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 our youth to, to fearing some things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. Because you know it, it doesn't show them in such a in, in in the light that they should be shown. Really, it kind of makes a, a joke of. Now, uh, their uh, pastor Christopher. Uh, now yes, Wentworth, Wentworth. I've heard better things, oh. better feedback about. Yeah, that Wentworth oh, yeah. actually was pretty good. Okay, you haven't seen Wentworth though, have you, Michael? No, I I haven't seen any TV, hardly any. So yeah. well, uh, well, if you got Netflix, it's on Netflix too. There's about seven yeah. seasons of Wentworth. Um, Wentworth is same. It's a women's unit. Um, it's set in Australia, and it's it's a lot darker and a lot more intense. So yeah, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I I I, I, I can it. I can admit yeah I can admit that. That I saw that it was a big night and day between the shows, yes. uh, because Wentworth yes. had had more authenticity behind 
the storytelling yeah. versus yeah. the orange is the new black. And I, just yeah. to start all this prison uh, uh, shows, I don't know if you remember this show, but Oz was the show yes. for the oh, men. Yeah. Sure. That, that show was the first to start this whole revolution of prison shows and all that stuff. Now, sure. I'm going to tell you, when I watched Oz, that made me not want to get myself in trouble. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just going to keep real. Because yeah. I'm like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it they was, weren't playing it, around in Oz. No. no. They, they, it was so graphic and authentic yeah. to the point where I said, you know what? I'm not getting myself in trouble in that capacity no. whatsoever. I'll, I'll get a slap yeah. on a wrist and do probation yeah. or just sit in a cell for 24 hours, but I am not going to take put myself in that situation. So if you ever watch that, if you ever watch Oz, I'm telling you, if they replay that in today's time, I'm quite sure it would change a lot of minds of a lot of young people by watching that show because that show hold held nothing back, and that's probably one. Sure. And that's why they were cut off the air because they were too accurate. So you know, sure. And this is what I'm saying. They were Our probably society. curbing. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were probably curbing crime and deterring people from, and and they don't want that. Yeah, I think yeah. that well, that show that show went like um, yeah, it went a long time. Yeah, four or five seasons, six seasons, yeah. something like that. It it went a little bit. And when it first, I didn't watch it when it because it came out like in the nineties. Um, yeah. And I didn't, I wasn't watching it. I didn't watch it then. I actually just watched it this year. Actually, mm-hmm. I watched it on you know you can it's all available on uh, HBO on demand. Yeah. Um, so I actually just finished that. Um, going through that show this year, and um, yeah, that that is Oz is the most intense, bloodiest prison setting that I have ever seen on TV. I mean, somebody dies on every episode, you know? Yeah. <laughs> a guard or an inmate, yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I remember yeah. um, I personally asked uh, one of the people I asked about because I. Because it, it's just – it's so bloody that I think – I mean, come on. It can't be that bad, right? And so I actually mm. – one of the individuals I personally asked was David Taylor. I asked him <laughs> – we had coffee one time, and I asked him um, if he had seen the show, and he said that he'd seen um, some of it. And um, I asked him how what, how he felt about the, the accuracy of it, and he said that um, that – yeah, it was it was quite accurate, and that sometimes life is actually even worse than Oz, <laughs> which blew my mind. Wow. Um, so, and it has, you know, it has been that way before. I'm, I mean, when I went down in '86, I mean, it was it was bad, you know. And and what has happened is that, uh, I mean, of course, Obama passed the uh, uh, the PREA, I be, yeah, uh, Prison Rape Elimination right. Act, and that was right. a big deal. Uh, and yeah. of course, the safe prisons. Safe prisons changed a lot of things. Uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you what what has really got our prisons and our men and women uh, fighting each other inside of prisons right now, and it's money. We do not pay our prisoners in Texas, so therefore they are always trying to find a way to 
have something. And, and if you don't have anyone in the free world, well, then you have to create uh, a way to take care of yourself. And that's what drives a lot of the, uh, a, a lot of the gang activity, a lot of the uh, killings, uh, you know, celly on celly murders. Uh, uh, that's, that's what drives a lot of that stuff. You might get put in a cell with someone that has nothing. And, you know, you've got your stuff, you know, and of course, you know, you've got to take, you know, you're not going to let someone just take your stuff. So, you know, it, there, there goes a fight, and, and many, many men have been killed just trying to protect what's theirs. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's, and I believe if we begin to even pay them uh, 50 cents a day, a quarter a day, anything. Uh, uh, Jason, we've talked about this. Uh, you, you told me that uh, Jorge had uh, spoken about this in his book. Uh, Correct. You know, so I, I think that that would not only, uh, you know, help the convict out so he could take care of himself, but I truly believe it would stop a lot of the violence. Yeah, yeah, that certainly would would make sense. You know, um, you know, I, I think that's probably at the at the root of a lot of um, of violence and criminal acts is um, individuals who just don't they don't have enough, right? They they don't their needs are not being met. They don't have enough to eat. They don't have you know stable housing. Right, and so they resort because if you had those things, right, then um, sure, then you don't you don't crime isn't quite as appealing if your if your physical needs are being met, right? So right, 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 sure, sure. You know what? And I hadn't even you know it's crazy that I mean I've been locked up all day, but I like when you said that just now, I had never looked at it that way. But it is, but it's true inside, and it's true out here as well. It translates the same. Right, right, right. And that's that's you know we we all we all need you know again we all need some place to sleep, and we all need food. And um, and uh, if if we can't find that, <laughs> we have to figure out a way to get it. Right. So uh, yeah, that's that's the. The world would be a happier place, right? A better place if, if sure, we all sure. had enough. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is utopia. And fixing uh, poverty and all of those. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. So, so, um, so we, we just, just keep working, oh, Jason. <laughs> yes, indeed. We just we just have to just keep working and and uh, bringing awareness, as we say, bringing awareness and. Uh, yeah, so I I feel like we're just so kind of, you know. Go ahead. Uh, let's 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 talk more about the outrageous justice. I'm sorry, I, I know I got us off track, but but I no, wanted to go bad. a little bit. I think it would be another fun episode to just talk about, um, you know, f- famous prison movies. <laughs> right? Sure, sure, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my favorite. My favorite right? is Shawshank Redemption, without that's, a doubt. That's, oh, yeah. that's our everybody's favorite. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I cry, I cry when that movie comes on. 
Uh, I mean, when I watch that movie, I cry. Yep. That's my movie, man. Yeah, I got I got to throw a wrench in that one. I like the Green Mile. I'm sorry, that's just you know. Okay, okay. I like the yeah yeah yeah. yeah I like that movie. Yeah, it showed up too. Yeah, it's a sad one. Just showing, it just shows uh, the unconditional love uh, of Christ in that movie. If you really look, if you yeah. really look at the picture for what it is, the man was sure. gifted. He was given a gift, and his gift is what made people scared. And even in today's time, you get people that are scared, especially if uh, someone is dealing with something that they can't explain. And that's the human condition, and this is where the book comes in, where it comes to the, 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 the prisons and stuff like that. The human being can't physically make sense of something supernatural so the first thing we do government included we lock it up and 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 use it as a lab test so we can figure it out and see how we can utilize it in our day-to-day that's just how it is and just the movie just depicted so much you know yeah it wasn't as authentic with prison and stuff like that but just seeing the story behind it and seeing the man going through the different transitions and he's been he was innocent the whole time and yet he was just right. helping people and then he still yeah. has he sacrificed his life for nothing you know and and this is and this is it, it brings it it tear jerks a little bit because it's like that's what Christ did for us sometimes i feel like why Christ? Why did you sacrifice yourself for us, and we continue to disrespect you? And that's why right. I preach the way I preach. That's why I thank God that He's opened my eyes to different things that aren't a five-point, three-point sermon, that aren't stuck on theology, that is stuck on what people are actually dealing with, and giving them tools to activate it in their life today in 2020. So that that's what I'm saying. It, it's just you have to see the God in everything, and that's all I'm trying to say with that. And seeing that, and 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 seeing the the man do what he did, and they still killed him anyway, was like wow. Like come on, yeah. like we did that to yeah. Christ. We killed him anyway because right. we didn't understand him. Oh, we killed him anyway because he was wise beyond his years. Oh, we're going to ki- kill him anyway because he said he's the son of man. And then he still showed out after he was crucified. He bled and died, put in the tomb. He showed out again as he rose from the grave. He showed out when he died, when the veil ripped into. See, this is what I'm saying, man. It's just like yeah. Look, those stories in itself just make it so dynamic to the point that I know that I'm thankful that Jesus Christ keeps me humbled and keeps me saved because without him, man, and if his dad was in charge present day, man, all of us will be in trouble. I'm just because God God (laughs) don't play. So I thank God that he made Jesus to be an advocate for us. Because we would absolutely not be in a good condition right now. But anyway, let me stop preaching. Go ahead, Mike. Back to you. Yeah, no, no. Usually, you, well, well, when God came on the scene back in the game, I mean, it was, it was going down. You know what I'm saying? That was, 
it was going to be some problems. He was going to fix some stuff. But, uh, yeah, thank God for Jesus. Absolutely. You know, um, I was thinking back to another um, another uh, one I remember, and I haven't. And this this was 1995, Murder in the First. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I it was I saw it in the theaters in 1995, um, but and I don't I haven't seen it again since. But that one really sucked to me um, about a man who spent. You know, you know these years in solitary, essentially, right? And um, yeah, and how that crippled him, and how he was physically crippled by guards, and and um, that was that was again that was a tough one to get through, but it was good, good. Um, there was also uh, I've never seen that one. Yeah, check that one out. Yeah, um, one that came out uh, uh, recently, and again, it was a little, it was a mini series on HBO. Um, it was called um, the Night of, and um, it's a it's about a a young man who um, gets himself finds himself in this scenario where he uh, is uh, sent to I believe a jail in New York, um, and uh, he has to learn how to how to adapt and survive in this new surrounding, and so that one's pretty pretty intense. Again, this is that one based the new black stuff. Yeah, is that one based on that on that kid that was sent to Rikers Island? No, that's and, Khalif uh, Browder. Khalif Browder. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's yeah. So yes, a documentary was done about him. Yeah, I mean, again, listeners, definitely, yeah, check this stuff out. I, I, I love. I just eat this stuff up. Like any movie, anything that I, you know, I just love learning and um and so. Any movie about prison, show about prison, book about prison, I eat it up. Um, and so, uh, well, yeah, Khalif well, Browder. Well, Jason, uh, you're—I mean, you are in—you are in prison ministry, and and so, I mean, it's it's it's, you know, that is a uh, it's a common, very good thing to do. I mean, because it's you need to understand the the the, the psyche and the and all the different things. So. I do. I mean, uh, I do, especially since I've never been on the other side, right? Never been on the other sure, side yes, of, those, sure. of those bars. So, right, that's all I can do to 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 overcome that, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, so, no. That's great. So, um, yeah. So uh, I know you wanted to, um, you know, I, again, I feel like we could do a whole other show. You know, we could have callers call in and and talk about um, their favorite. Show or whatever they've that they've discovered, you know, because there's so many yeah, of them, yeah. there's more than we mentioned. We could do that, but but uh, but yeah, I don't, we want to go back to outrageous justice. So, um, um, I'm I've got the book well, here in front of me, and so um, just reading just kind of the back the back cover of it um, is a little a little summary. So uh, I know I know Michael, you enjoy the stats and and stuff, so. Um, yes, sir. It says it starts out today. The land of the free has become the world's leader in incarceration. Our criminal justice system, rife with injustice, is now an, in an outrageous state. 2.2 million Americans behind bars, 2.7 million children with an incarcerated parent, 65 million adults with a criminal record. Um, it goes on. Uh, how should Christians respond? The size and the complexity of the criminal justice crisis can make just thinking about it overwhelming. But there's good news. Big problems are also big opportunities. Today's Christians have a tremendous chance to show Christ 
like compassion for prisoners, crime victims, and families as they advocate for reform that reflects God's passion for justice. Outrageous Justice will help you gain an in-depth insight into the challenges in today's criminal justice system and how you can take action to restore all those affected by crime and incarceration. This book is a manual for the next generation of Christian leaders who will visit prisoners, come alongside their families, care for victims, advocate for justice, and bring a long-awaited healing to America. And that was uh, Chris Colson, uh, son of founder Chuck Colson. Yes, and 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 I want to add to that, uh, Jason. The uh, am I still on? Can y'all hear me? You are. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the, when when you, I, I, I want to talk about when you said 2.7 million children with an incarcerated parent. Yes. Now, that that number has been a significant number for a long time. Uh, it, it, it's so significant that 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 even. Uh, uh, you know when a, when when they make a muppet of of, of something or somebody, it, it, it's because it is. I mean, the muppets always have something behind their thing, and they made a muppet uh, named Alex. It's the first muppet to to have a dad in jail, according to a Pew Charitable Trust report. One in twenty eight children in the United States now has a parent behind bars, more than the number of kids with a parent who is deployed. So it's a real issue. But it's talked about far less because of the stigma. So, uh, you know, it is a very serious issue. I mean, my son grew up without his father, uh, and he grew up with a stepfather, uh, you know, and uh, we still are struggling uh, to uh, find our to find our footing with each other. You know, we're uh, we love each other. We know that. But we just don't know each other, so we are, uh, you know, we're working on it. And uh, he's supposed to come visit me this weekend, and I, I, I prayed, so I need y'all to pray for me. I pray he comes, and uh, so, uh, but uh, so it's difficult, you know, for the children. Uh, yeah. When we, yeah. when we as men and women, uh, commit selfish acts without thinking. And and without thinking about them first, and uh, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, I, I mean, we see it after the fact, and it's just something that that is really uh, hurting our society. And we really need to begin to uh, work on that problem and take care of our children. Uh, yeah. So I, I just wanted to share the topic, Michael. Yes, sir. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, every time I talk to you, I almost cry, Jason. I don't know why. You well, always bring something out. I didn't. And it know. was just. Don't well, me. you didn't. Well, it was about the incarcerated parent and the children, because I know that my son, I have wounded him, you know, uh, throughout the years by just not being present and uh, and and not being there for him. And it's just happening all over all over this country, and, you know. And and false look, I'm, something I want to share about about what I witnessed in prison is that it is full of foster children, okay? Children that have gone through the foster care uh, uh, program uh, and have, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? Uh, like aged out, 
you know, they've aged out of the foster care program, and uh, within just a few months, they're in they're in prison, and it's full of these kids, and it's just yeah. it's it's crazy, it's crazy, you know, and that's not talked about as much. I mean, there there's writings on it, but I mean that's not highlighted enough, you know, that 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 we are like we are like we have a chain of of we have a a like a like a, well, they, like a conveyor belt of 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 prisoners that we just churn into this system uh, through, you know, and and there are children, you know, yeah. they're the children of this country, and and I don't know, it's just yeah. and and um, you and I, uh, Michael, especially, um, we have mutual friends. Um, that have been affected by this, you know, um, by troubled childhoods and all that. And I don't want to say their names on the sure. air, but, 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 you know, you and I personally know people who are part of this movement um, that have been affected by this. So, yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Bring them on too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Want, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Whoa. um, well, Jason, what I really I appreciate you. Well, I, I mean, we can keep going. I'm, I am going to no. close out the show about six fifteen and just kind of set us set us up for next week's show. Uh, that okay. that I uh, that I messed up and not. Uh, I thought it was today, you know. So uh, I was gung ho for that show. So we're going to have that show next week. So I want to spend some time. <laughs> I want to spend some time talking about that towards the end of the show. But uh, no, okay. yeah, we All can right. talk more. Uh, we can. Uh, we still have some time. Uh, I do want to say that we do have an outrageous justice class that that uh, you know y'all can get into, jump into with us. Uh, you can contact Jason Wysong. Uh Jason, you want to give your uh, your email or anything out uh, well, where I mean, they can contact you? Um, you can find us either myself or you. You can find us on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, y'all can contact me. Mine is uh, yeah. Michael Ceballos, uh 781 at gmail.com or celllifeamplified at gmail.com. Yeah. Y'all can just contact yeah. me, and then we will uh, – I will get this in contact with Jason, and we will, uh, you know, see about uh, starting another class or jumping in where we're at. So anyway, yes. go ahead, Jason. What you got? Well, I – Or Chris well, – then, then- Go ahead. Go ahead, Jason. Well, I, I, I was just planning the dismount then. Um, so, <laughs> thanks, thanks again for having me on. You better, uh, you better land it. <laughs> better stick the landing. Um, yeah. Thank, which I always do, don't I? Um, so yeah, you do. So, <laughs> thanks again for having me on. Um, I believe this is this is appearance number four. Um, so I have, I have, uh, yeah. firmly implanted myself as, as your number second, number two, yeah, co-host. most frequent, frequent, um, guest. Yes. Yes. Right. On multiple, Although, uh, multiple issues. Well, so Sandra yeah. Grace isn't a guest anymore. She's a co-host now, so I'm not even competing with her anymore. So. Right. Right. So, 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 so that would 
So, so you are the top guest, Jason. I'm the number one guest on Cell Life. This is you no, are the I number one say, guest on Cell Life. This is such an honor. I'm, I'm yes. Oh my God. I'm we gonna, we uh, 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 Christopher, can you can you uh, do the balloons and all that? Don't we have? Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess oh, not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess not. I don't have, or some noise. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I don't have uh, balloons. Uh, but <laughs> well, I, I do. Like a, I do. I do have this though. Okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, thank you. The fireworks Ooh. for me. Yes. This is. You know, I'll <laughs> always remember this day. This is. This is special. Um. I look forward to getting the cake next time. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. yes. Yes. So, uh, all right. Can't Thanks have your cake and eat it too, Jason. Yes. That's true. That's true. That's what they say. All right. Well, thanks again, Michael, and uh, and we'll talk to you real soon. All right, brother. All right, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate you coming on. All right. Bye, bye. All right. Bye, bye, bro. Yeah, so I want to kind of just talk a little bit about uh, next week's show, uh, Christopher, and uh, I want to uh, just kind of talk about a few of our guests for next week. Uh, We're going to have, uh, we're going to talk about the, we're going to have anyway, we're going to have Lavina Igbani on next week. We're going to have Sheila Bruno and Kevin Bruno. And Kevin Bruno is a reentry specialist at the Carol Vance Unit there in uh, Sugarland. And Sheila Bruno is a founder and CEO of Wife After Prison, a nonprofit. Uh, and she is a public speaker, certified life coach, and a published author. Sheila unapologetically believes that she is called to serve the prison community in a way that has never been done before. Her message is simple. Seek to understand, not to deny the effects of imprisonment, knowing there are no hopeless situations, only people who give up hope. Seek to understand, not to deny the oh, oh, she says, seek to understand, not to deny the effects of imprisonment. And Mr. Kevin Bruno who is her husband, uh, Sheila and uh, Kevin, are husband and wife. And Kevin Bruno, uh, he is a reentry specialist with the largest prison ministry in the world, and we spoke about them earlier, Prison Fellowship Ministry. Uh, his responsibilities include preparing men scheduled for release from prison, from the daunting task of reentering society, as well as helping the men delve uh, or... Uh, or go through the, a worldview that will allow them to assume the place in a law-abiding society. His expertise comes from his nearly 30 years spent behind bars. As a former inmate, he can relate to the man program on a different level. Kevin is married uh, to Sheila Bruno, author, speaker, founder, CEO, and wife at the prison. A Ministry designed to inform society about the, about the effects of prison on not just incarcerated, but their loved ones as well. 
And we're also going to have uh, Lavina on as well. And Lavina, I have her bio here. Sorry, y'all. Lavina is a very good friend of mine. She's also an ex-convict who has uh, turned her life around and uh, is doing great things and is uh, going to school, working on her PhD, uh, just really, really doing some wonderful things. Let me uh, get her bio up for y'all. And the reason I want to set this up, because I thought it was today, but I I want to set it up because this is a very important uh, uh, podcast that we're going to put on. Uh, These people are working very hard to make changes in the prison system in, in, in and they're doing it in the right way. And I want to be a part of their, of, of, of helping them get this through. So, Lavina, Lavina Igbon, okay, a native of Detroit, Michigan, Lavina Igbon has spent most of her life in Houston and, con- and considers herself to be a true Houstonian. After going to prison for the second time, it was behind bars in TDC today where she came to know what her purpose in life is. This ex dope dealer is now passionate about being a hope dealer. She works full-time as an alcohol and drug counselor for a nonprofit, working with Houston's homeless population, works part-time with survivors of human trafficking. Lavina has a heart to serve and empower others, but helping others, but helping those incarcerated have an extra special place in her heart. She is a huge advocate for those in prison, believes prison reform is long overdue. As a full-time student, in U- in universe or UHD's social work program, Lavina plans to start a nonprofit of her own in the near future. In her spare time, she loves to do things such as going skydiving, amusement parks, or anything that gets her adrenaline going. And Lavina is a great friend of mine, and I have the utmost respect for her. We have uh, we had coffee. That actually, me, her, and Jason had coffee the other morning. And uh, had some good conversations, and then I uh, was with her at a press conference uh, downtown Houston on uh, Friday. So uh, anyway, so y'all, this is uh, my name is Michael Sabios, and of course, my co-host today was Christopher, my pastor, Christopher Newton. And uh, we, uh, you know, this is Cell Life. This is day 148 in a year-long experiment into personal transformation and also educating society on the different issues that comics face inside and outside the walls. We do want to remind everybody that we have a women's clothing drive that you can, uh, we, they're, they're only accepting pants and shirts for these women at the Plain State Jail. Uh, you can contact either J- Jason Wysong or me at Cell Life. Uh, and it's michaelsabio781 at gmail.com or celllifeamplified at gmail.com if you want to uh, donate any clothing uh, for these ladies. They're, uh, yeah, so we're trying to get them uh, stuff because they're releasing from there and uh, we want them to have the clothing that they need. And, and that the, the chaplain actually reached out and asked us, uh, to uh, get some clothing for these ladies. So anyway, well, uh, Christopher, do you got anything you'd like to share uh, before we before we close out? I always no, like to I, hear you talk, sir. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I, this this was a very uh, awesome opportunity to actually be on your show and uh, and, and talk about uh, issues. And you see that I'm I'm not uh, I'm not that too far fetched as far as understanding how it is. Uh, and you know that's what I was trying to make a point that you know if you have if you are a pastor, bishop, whatever you whatever title you hold, and you take the time out to understand. And see what men and women go through, and as and being a, a a spiritual leader, it's our responsibility to make sure the hearts and minds of these individuals are being Christ-centered. What are you? What am I talking about? And I'm not going to keep it up because we got to go. What am I talking about? It's all relational. We have to have the heart of God. It's relational. If you if you teach anyone. And the human nature for us to have relationship, we go all out. We go all out on our with our wives, our kiddos, uh, our friends. We put all of our emotions, all of our times to keep that relationship. What if you're able to do the same with Jesus Christ? The results will be fascinating. And I'm going to leave you with that tidbit. And of course, family, you are more than you think and greater than you heard. So don't miss Cell Life next Sunday, 4.30, right here on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. And I'm done. Back to you, Mike. All righty. Well, thank you, Pastor Christopher. I really appreciate that. So next week, y'all, we have a great show planned. It's going to be the, – the, the topic is going to be psychological effects of prison. And we have Sheila and Kevin Bruno, and we have we have my girl Igbani. We have Lavina Igbani with us as well, and uh, it's going to be a great show. These are all very uh, they're great people, and they're very knowledgeable in these different areas. And I'm going to learn a lot, and that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about learning from these people that have been in this fight. For so long while I was stagnating in prison and uh, doing what I could in there. So I am just really excited about being taught by some of the best. Uh, when I mean that, I'm some of the caring, loving, uh, understanding people there are. So anyway, y'all, this is Cell Life, and it is day 148 in a year-long experiment. We really appreciate y'all tuning in today. We are going to uh, sign out. We love y'all. We will see y'all next week. And uh, still live, y'all. I'm Michael Ceballos. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you, Pastor. Central Texas. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.